Welcome, everybody. It's green and gold over everything here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Episode six, we are officially five games into the NFL season, and uh, there's been some highs and there have been some lows for all the Packers fans out there. But we're going to get into a recap today. I got two special guests. Of course, you know, our man Randall Burns is coming in, but my man, Deshaun Ruck. Rucker is coming in. The Ruck Report, my guy, he's coming in. So, you know, this is going to be a thing you see here and there. We've, we've been planning this for a long time. The master plan is finally coming into fruition. So we're going to get in there. We're going to talk some Packers football. It's green and gold, ladies and gentlemen, over everything. Gotta gotta start off, ladies and gentlemen, with that. Almost, I know it's about two minutes long. I know I say it every episode, but you need that Packer happiness, <laughs> the good times, to kind of get you through what, what we got going on and what we got going on now. And I'm excited, y'all, uh, because with me today, I got my guys with me. <laughs> I'm I'm very excited to have my guys with me on this one. Uh, of course, I got Randall Burns, who's been with us for a couple episodes. Uh, he is with us today. Uh, Randall, good to see you, brother. How's everything going? I'm all right now, man. You had I had to mourn a little bit, but I feel better now. <laughs> just just trusting in Goot's plan. <laughs> Which we trying, we definitely trying. Uh, next, of course, my man Deshaun Rucker coming in to bring some of that analysis today. Deshaun, how you doing, brother? Man, it's finally it's finally good to sit. And and have and be able to talk physically here. Now we talk, we've been talking for years. It's been about five or six years when we've been talking on, on Messenger. But we finally get a chance. Me and Randall had that epiphany a couple of weeks ago, but now we get all three of us in the room. So I'm, yes, I'm excited. Sir. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm good. I'm happy about it. Honored to be here, especially with Burns. I can say that. <laughs> this, this is the love era, and I'm I'm on board. I've been on board. So <laughs> Hey, say you've been on board. I, I know, look, the messages may say otherwise. We've we've got we got so we got some stuff in there that may say otherwise. But we ain't gonna get into all that. Let's kind of get into this uh, recap. And of course, Monday night's game, we had the uh, 
The Packers take a tough one to the Raiders. A very, I don't want to say depressing because depressing is is a little bit of a deep word. I think we all knew that what was going on coming into this season. Uh, but the Raiders team that was struggling, struggling coming into this game, the Packers had every opportunity to take that next step or, you know, regain some of that confidence back. And it looks like they lost some of that confidence, fellas. Um, uh, uh, D, I'm going to start with you first, man. It's your first time on. So I, I just, before we get, you know, really deep on everything, man, what were your th- overall thoughts of the game that you had a chance to like dissect it a little bit? <sighs> I mean, in, in the immortal words of Dennis Green, the Raiders are who we thought they were. Um, but apparently we are too. So <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, there's a lot of things like we talk about it in chat all the time. It's easy to get down, but I'm not so down. I'm not, it didn't take me that long to bounce back. Like, like Burns said, because realistically we're in the rookie year of our starting quarterback. Um, we've had a number of people be hurt and injured throughout the first five games of the season true impact plays on both sides of the ball. But still, again, like we talk about in the chat, football is half the players and the other half is coaching. And I think that's where we're lacking. I think I've said this for years, and you guys know this too, you know, 12 and 17 and a number of other people can can glaze over the lack of coaching. And they did that for us. But now we don't have that luxury. So, this is where we need to see Matt LaFleur be what they said he is. And at two and three, it's not that time to write home yet. We can't use relax no more because 12 is gone, but somebody got to help us with something. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. If something got to get random, we're going to head over to you, brother. What are your thoughts uh, after the game, you know, having a chance to kind of decompress from it a little bit? What are your thoughts on it? Also, I got, also, before we, we started recording, we I, I said it uh, from the words of Aaron Nagler. A lot of Packer fans are walking around like this isn't a rebuild, and it is a rebuild. It's <laughs> a rebuild for sure. And it's what a rebuild look like. It's what it looked like. You y'all. got a, a rookie tight end. You got a, a bunch of rookie receivers, another yep. two receivers as what you might as well say this is the continuation of Watson rookie year because he didn't play all year last year. Right. Mm-hmm. Dobbs missed a bunch of games. It's a super young offense. This is what it looked like. The, all the veteran presence is on the defense side of the ball. You saw Jair at the end of the game. They said, what else could be done? He said, I guess we got to score too. <laughs> I mean, look, he ain't lying. I don't think that's a bad statement, though. I, I really don't think it's a bad statement because – Defensively, go back into it, man. I mean, we're getting pressures. We're getting some stops, but we're not getting takeaways. And and that's the one thing that our defense did last year. And, again, I I really think it's because the one thing that we had was veteran presence. We had somebody that could step in and make a play, and that's the one thing defensively that we might need again. We we might need to make – Another couple moves like we did to get a Rasul, like we get to get a to to get fifty nine. You know, we we might need to take risk on some veteran players and maybe put them in the right position this time. Like I know we had discussed it last last year, but I really feel like Jalen Smith in the right position could have helped us. You're talking about a guy that can run sideline to sideline. 
just let them go hunt because we don't have that. And you see, we don't have that without 59 and we definitely don't have it without seven. So, (laughs) and and look, here's the thing. Here's the thing, y'all. Um, soon as I saw Walker go down yesterday, I said, nah, that ain't it. That's not, not the guy who's in the top five in the league in tackles. Uh, you know, having a heck of a year. I mean, Randall talked about it last year, last week. I'm like, may not be an all pro, but he's definitely having a Pro Bowl yeah. year mm-hmm. for this Packers defense. And that's mm-hmm. without Campbell. I mean, just imagine if Campbell was there. And 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 maybe that's part of it, fellas. Maybe it's the hey, the injuries and you know, trying to figure that whole thing out. Maybe it's that. Um, but I mean, at some point, um, they've got to figure something out here because it's it's just not gonna fly. Not the way, not the way it is right now. Well, I had this to, to, to think about all day, right? And I remember when I put it in the chat about the wide open layup. We're not going to get this for the next two years, three years. Right? They're not the schedule makers are not going to be this kind to us. Mm-hmm. So this, if and I say this to Burns's point, if y'all think if y'all don't think that this is a rebuild now, wait till two seasons from now. Because we're going to get everybody. Yeah. yeah, Everybody that you think. I mean, we're going to get the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Eagles. We're going to get those teams in succession. And not not to mention, we now even got to worry about Detroit. Like, (laughs) never thought I would hear the the words don't even sound right. (laughs) Never. Listen, I I was arguing with with my nephew because he's a Detroit fan. And I'm like, man, the only thing I used to do in Detroit was get Barry and Madden. That's it. Yep. That's it. And get them off the Lions. That's yep. all. Or Calvin Johnson. Was trying to say, my guys. Megatron. That's all. But now, I I feel like I gotta. It's almost like if you say Candyman three times, talking about this. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, but it's it's it really is. I mean, like it, it's it's gonna be weird to say this, but. You know, there's one team in the division you were like, all right, they deserve this. You probably would say it's the Lions. Yeah. I mean, the Bears, eh, whatever. The Vikings, you're like, no, never. Because I've I've never I don't I don't mess with the purple and gold. But never, ever. but with the Lions, they've had so much non-success in the last mm-hmm. 30 years. It's like, all right, if they get one or two, cool. But they got a they got a four game, was it three, four game winning streak over us right now, which is mm-hmm. something I never thought. That I would see, even with Aaron being there, I'm like, okay, so we haven't beat them since 2021. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's insane. But uh, yeah, that's 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 what we are looking at right now. Um, you know, with this team. Uh, now going to the players of the game last night, there's not a lot to pick through, y'all. <laughs> but uh, on the offensive side of the ball, I guess we got to give him some credit because he actually showed up last night. And that's AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon had 20 mm-hmm. carries, 76 yards, 3.8 yards per carry, and he got that touchdown. Um, you know, for Green Bay, we've we've all kind of complained about what we've seen from AJ this year. Uh, Randall, you know, what did you see from AJ last night? Is it something that you feel like he can continue to build on, or what are your thoughts on this? I think we played a bad rushing defense, but I also think he played like a man that been on Twitter, been <laughs> listening to the radio, and was like, "Nah, I can't go out like this." Like he played, he did play inspired. I'll give him that. Like you could tell, just he was running hard. LaFleur did a lot better with let's stop doing this east to west with a dude that's 250 pounds. Right. And just to piggyback on it, I thought for the most part, well, at least in the second half, he called a better game. 
he caught throws that protected love that didn't expose him. I said second half, I didn't say first half. He called throws that didn't expose love too much. He tried to run the ball. Is for me, it came down to execution. But yeah, I definitely saw a much better AJ Dillon than I've seen all season long. You just, yeah, God damn, Max Crosby. I know, right? Max was all over the place. Uh, Ruck, what do you think about that, man? A, AJ Dillon last night, what did you see from him? Uh, do you think this can continue for, for the green and gold? You, you know what I saw that I think was, was the key? Uh, I saw Elton Jenkins. Yes. That that's what I saw. Oh God bless you. Because <laughs> because in, in a in a north-south scheme, in a power run scheme, he is key to everything that we're gonna do in between tackles where AJ can prosper. Um the reason that I, I kind of gave that face when, when Burns made a made a comment about LaFleur was you know, sometimes the adage in sports is if it ain't broke, right? Don't try and fix it. You, We ran the ball at a, a light, a light defensive line and had success in it. There were plenty of plays or plenty of times and drives in the second half where he, he shot away from that. I think we – sometimes he gives 10 too much that he has to dissect and yep. read on his own. I agree with that. And, and, I think, and again, I think that's – because you've had the luxury of someone that could do it, even if you called a bad play. Right. I don't, I don't think 10, and it's not his fault. I don't think 10 is in a spot where he can dissect what's going on and really check to a good run play. That was one of the things that 12 did really well. Not only hot routes and, and no slants with Jordy and everybody else, and even 17 when he was there, but he could check into a good run scheme against a light defensive line. So we got to get back to that, especially if we want 10 to be successful. Um, I just, again, it just keeps, every time I think about it, it's just I think about coaching. Everything about the season just screams coaching. Because after the second game, it, who's, our, who's our quarterback's coach this year? So it's Clement. weird. It was Clement, Tom right? Clement is working with Love on like his mechanics. Uh -huh. And, you know, because he – that was Aaron's dude, and he stayed. But they do still have LaFleur's, whoever the guy is that he hired. Oh. So I don't know how it works in-game. But Clements yeah. was like, the only reason he didn't go to New York was because he likes working with Love. And he's like – they spoke to him last week, and he was like, look, I'm trying to drill down the mechanics and bring the accuracy up. I don't even know what LaFleur's guy is doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you this. I, I tell you this. I will say this, and and I didn't, and like like D said, we got the receipts. I wasn't on the, the love era, but I will say this: love, he can be it. He can be in that next group of young quarterbacks that looks really good. Um, he has a lot of the intangibles that twelve used to have, and I think he can do them with a different level of of athleticism. But man, if it's one thing that you got to take from 12, it's touch and accuracy. Burns, we talked about it. And I don't know now, even looking at last night's game, I don't know, even know so much more. Is it 10's fault or like Musgrave? Because it, it seems like when Musgrave gets in the middle of the field, he Stay loses off. all of his senses of awareness. <laughs> yeah, like where he don't football? know where people at, <laughs> he don't know where the ball is, he don't know how to put his feet down. I, I I don't get it, but again, this is why I go at Goop and certain people because there are some of these tight ends 
in the draft that you could have got more out of. Right. Right. You got, we got them. If you're going to build, if we're going to build like the Packers build, then let's make these, these at least layup picks. Like where was, where was Van Ness last night? I didn't so see him. He had, I saw him make one play last night that I can remember. And this is what I will knock Barry. He had VNS dropping off in the coverage a lot. And it was like, for what? That's, that's not terrible. Why defense who drafted this dude to be doing hand in the dirt. Get on that. He's supposed like, to be Max Crosby. Yeah. You, at, at Iowa, he was rushing the passer. We saw in Chicago, the Chicago game, he was able to do it. He chased down Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Why is he dropping? I'm looking on Twitter and people are screaming like, "Why is this man 290 pounds dropping off in the coverage like dropping this?" In the co- and then he's dro- and then Burns, you know how we talk about it. He's dropping into the flat, so you got somebody 290 in the flat with either a slot Josh receiver Jacobs. or Josh Jacobs. That's not a good. That's not a good mix. That's <laughs> not a good mix. So you you know what I you know what I think will really turn this around, y'all. And, and I'm and I'm joking, but I'm serious with this too. We need the moment in in any given Sunday where Pacino went up the sideline and told Jim Brown, "Fucking fix it." That <laughs> dude in the box can't. I it, he just need to grab somebody. We need to see it from Matt that he is that into the game. I don't want to see him crying after the game. <laughs> talking about you guys got me so emotional. That's my quarterback. No, I don't want to see that. I want to see him. In game, make an adjustment because I'm wondering, from a coaching standpoint, is he really that good, or was this a product of the players that he had around him? Right. See, I think it's tough because, so, the Athletic had did a real good uh, article on the McVay Shanahan Lafleur thing, mm-hmm. and RG three was like he felt out of all three of them, Lafleur was the best of. I can talk to the players. They're going to listen. He had some good play design. Mm -hmm. He did say that Shanahan and McVay would get in your face and get on your ass. Right. 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 And it's like. (laughs) Hey, Burns, let me ask you this. With that point you just made, who needs that on our team? And I know you're going to come off with the same people I'm thinking of. Who needs in your face right now? Everybody. But besides, but but keep key people, because you saw it last night. It started to rear its ugly head last night. The frustration. Who needs settle down and get your stuff together? Probably Watson. 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 Watson broke down crying last night at the end of the day. It is week five. It is mm-hmm. week five against the Raiders, and maybe it was frustrated because, and I understand the frustration. But you're crying. This is not the playoff game, you know. It's not the Super Bowl. My man crying at the in week five. Some people say, "Oh, that's passion." I, I, I saw that earlier on. So a, I'll a give reel. a pause on that. Yeah, he, his brother and mom, they've been on Twitter a lot. He's got some things going on outside of football, some mental health stuff that he's been dealing with since last year, mm. like some some issues that he got to he he doing some prof- some professional help. The best way to put it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. No knock on that. And listen, everybody that's a green and gold fan support that young man because he probably needs right. it right now. Right, most definitely. But here's, but here's the other thing, right? Goop in the floor and your coaching staff. We see it happen all the time in the draft where somebody drops because of the reports that have come out 
the information they've dug up, it, and and I'm not saying nothing, but but here here again, these are these are the things that make me question why we passed on Dalvin Cook, why we passed on Justin and DK and Debo. Right. Well, I'll say this: you we could have got. Wait, we took who we taking that first round that year? Which one? Uh, which oh, year? it was Quay and um. It was Quay and and Wyatt, right? Yeah. Which which uh, player are you talking about for um the year we Watson? got Watson? Yeah. No. Quay and Wyatt, right? Um, I don't know. That was a year. No, it was last year. It was it last yeah, year? We had that many last year. We had that many picks in that time frame. Yes, I, I don't remember. Oh, that's right. They because we got the pick from Wyatt and taking Pickens, and you could have still, you could have still got Watson. And, that, and, yep. where you and, and, and look and look at what that look at what that does. Somebody like George Pickens, and just physically look what it does. With 17 going, it gives you two wide receivers that are over 6'3, 6'4, right. and they both fly. And and at least with Pickens, you know, he can be physical, he can give you anything you want. How do you not how how do you not look at that? How do no. you not look at how do you not look at a cold commit that Chicago has? Right, they're like Dion says. There's some dogs out there that we passed on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, take take a play out of Howie Roseman's book and just say, you know what? I'm only drafting people from Georgia. You ain't gonna miss. Well, man, we were doing that. It just uh, our our version of Georgia ain't been hitting the way we like. You know how? Well, I can say why. It's the character thing. They won't touch it. Think about it. How, when's the last time they drafted somebody who even had a, like a hint of some character issues? So why? Do, That's so how Ted. do we end up? How do we end up with Watson? Then? It wasn't. It wasn't character issues. Hey, but listen. Like, last time. Last time I heard character and mental health for the NFL goes hand to hand. No, but they're talking about care, like arrest. And if it's gonna do be an arrest, you talking about fighting, like drinking, type thing. Okay. yeah, okay, that okay. type of stuff. They don't. Think they don't. They don't. Do it. Mm, yeah, they you're don't. right. I, I I can't think of nobody off top hand that's like had a really troubled yeah. background. They they will stick away from that, far away from that. And I think a lot of that has to do with Green Bay itself, like the exactly. city of Green Bay. City. That that yes. that culture out there. And I don't know. Have y'all been to Lambo yet? Have y'all been to Lambo yet? I have I not. Know. And you got to make it happen, y'all. I'm just saying, like yeah. right now, even if we all have to go together, I know in two years I'm definitely going back because the Commanders go that way, and I ain't missing that game for nothing. As long as I'm here and. <laughs> been breathing. I'm I'm not missing that bad boy. But anyway, yes. well, that's something we might have to all do together. Uh, but yeah. it is it Martellus like Bennett said it. It's, it's he different. Said, do you remember when he put his fist up? Yeah. He said somebody within the organization was like, Hey man, you know, we, we understand how you feel, but maybe you just don't 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 do that. And then remember he asked for the release and they gave mm-hmm. it to him. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was like, Look, I wasn't gonna say it until I was retired because it's just it's a different culture out there. Yep. Yes. And that's where I feel like I, I give Mark Murphy props. He has said it two years ago at the that shareholders meeting. He goes, Look, man, we need to create a better culture where players want to come here. And then somebody's like, Well, what kind of players? He goes, We need more. We need to make a culture where these African American players want to come here. But and I, it, that's tough though. It, it, the only reason why it makes it tough though, Randall, is because of the outside part. Uh, and not not mm-hmm. the cold weather or anything like that. Yeah, but it, it is. It's definitely a culture thing, right there. Like mm-hmm. when people see, let's be honest with you, when they see black Packers fans, people are like, 
Black Packers fan? Like, like yeah. where, where, where you come like, from? Like, yeah, hey, we're, 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 we're an anonymy. Uh, you know, we're, we're not, we're like, I'll see people in stores. And I, it's, it's for me, it's a test. If I walk past you and you got Packers gear on, what are you going to say? Go Pack, go, go Pack. pack go. You're going to say go Pack, go. And there'll be times I get looks like, I'm not, I'm not talking to you. Go Pack, yeah. go. I, I, I said it for a reason. Some of them, you know, they get, they get a smile out of them. But it's one of those things that you just don't see it. And so I think, especially in that area, like when I went out there, I always tell people it's like a, the biggest high school game you'll ever go to. Um, you go in there, the, the the field is amazing. They got literally you can walk across the street to a neighborhood. Literally, the, the road's right here. It's a, it's a two, <laughs> two three-lane uh, road, and you can walk across the road, and they've got like the biggest tailgate they got going on in somebody's house. Got a big OG on the side of his garage. with a, I mean, it's just it just has that feel. And going there – they were extremely nice. I will I will say that, but you can definitely tell their community that you cannot remember, rock the boat. Remember what happened in preseason game when the cop grabbed him at the stadium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> you grabbed the the, the the second string running back and you thought you that was okay. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I like, guess I, I thought it was that video and he pushed him. I'm like, if I'm a free agent, somebody got to explain that to me. Right. And God bless AJ Hart because I saw Devondre tweet it. He said, couldn't have been me because y'all arrested me and had to trade me. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's, it's, it's the culture right there. And and again, I think that goes to the point where look at AJ. AJ is a running back, a good running back, a good talent, but he went to Boston College. It's kind of the same type of. So he he knows. He kind of knows knows how it is. Like, like you, like you put up Burns. You put it in the chat the other day about everybody girl. <laughs> I mean, Man. I mean, listen, them dudes still getting killed. I tried no, to say funny. about <laughs> love, and this girl came. Man. This girl defended love. She said, "Well, at least love got some pride." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa!" Man. <laughs> listen, it is real in this social media uh, era. In in the years of Wakanda forever, it's real out here, man. They can't keep doing this. That's a, it's, it's but, crazy. <laughs> but it's 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 so true. But I I say this, man. As long as I've been a Packer fan, they have been not only safe with the type of people that they decide oh, to bring in, yep. But they won't. And and this is why I think in some years we just can't get over the hump because they won't take a risk. No, I think everything that, that Thompson and Murphy has done has always been calculated. Holmgren was very calculated. McCarthy, even though he got, you know, he always got dumped on, is calculated. Wolf is Wolf was calculated too. I think the yeah, whole but, string and, of it. And, but LaFleur, I think for his for his tenure, if there is to be a true tenure in Green Bay, he might have to be the one to step out and take a risk and say, Hey, listen, I need this type of guy because the league, I mean, the league is full of those guys. Think about this, right? The Raiders for all their dysfunction, but what they put on last night and and for who Max Crosby is, you're talking about a guy that is out and open about his, his Mm -hmm. sobriety and and Darren Waller was too. And the Raiders, they always take chances. Always. Guys. Always, always, right? First black sometimes head coach, Hispanic. Off. Sometimes it pays executive. off. Sometimes it doesn't. But I mean, we have always historically been a team, and that was my gripe when we had twelve. 
you got to give him somebody that can do some different things. <laughs> it's like, right? Please, please, gotcha. somebody, anybody, somebody. I mean, we've I seen like it for Wolf years. Would have done it. Like Wolf, remember when we brought in Terry Glenn? I, that was that was excellent. Oh man, I forgot we had Listen, Terry Glenn. That wow. that shocked me when he did that. But let me tell you something. For even as short lived as it was, that was something that infused the team. Like even when Andre we had Robinson. Thing, when we remember when we had Javon Walker. Yeah. Like remember that game he had against the Raiders. Like he was another one that was. A malcontent, but the boy could play. Yeah, and that and was Brett. We have to do that because remember yeah. he wanted to get paid, and Brett tried to be slick and be like, "Oh, just sign whatever they give you." And it's like, mind your business, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brett. You but see, Brett also knew that that they wasn't gonna give him the what uh what he wanted, and so he was just. Try, I guess his thought was, hey, if I can just convince him to to, to sign and come <laughs> on, like right, nah, bro, just that's come not- on. And I and I think and I think and honestly, guys, like we gotta start to say this. I think that's what 12 was doing too. Yeah. Like, listen, y'all my guys, man. It ain't no way in the world that we on this green and gold, and somebody said, Hey, listen, Ruck, you could be on the Packers network and do this. You think I ain't gonna say, Hey, I need Burns and D? Right. I'm not just going, right? Right. But if they on my neck and saying, all right, Burns, listen, you can't get what D get, but come on. It could be us together. And, <laughs> and sometimes people do that and they don't. Then I'm coming. I that's what I'm saying. I hope so. That's why I'm that that's why I'm glad we're in this kind of situation because some of these young guys, um, we won't get to, or I hope we don't get to the situation that uh 12 and 17 had, where it was like for the organization, they they felt like maybe pick. You know which one they're gonna go with. Yeah. I think these guys can grow together, but we need a leader. And it's we not. It, it just doesn't feel like it's there, and that's and that's the problem right now. I, I I'm gonna play this before we do our defensive player. This is mm-hmm. what Matt said last night uh, after the game when he was talking to um, talking to the Packers um, media. Right. Well, um, this is yeah. We'll get to it. Some defense against the rush, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, it's obviously disappointing. We put a lot into this thing, and we've got to find uh, some answers in a hurry in terms of just our slow starts, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. Um, we've got to do a better job of putting our guys in position to go out there and make plays. I thought our, our guys battled. There's there's no doubt about it. We've got a lot of football in front of us, but um, you know you got to you got to fix your mistakes in a hurry. Three interceptions is hard to overcome any extenuating circumstances that led to those plays. I got to go back and look at it. I think, at, you know, the last one, I think he was trying to throw a 50-50 ball up to Christian and, you know, give credit to um, the defender for the Raiders. He made, a, he made a good play on the ball. Matt, how did you feel about the job you guys did against their star power? I'm talking Devontae, Josh Jacobs, and Max Crosby. How would you feel about the job you did as far as controlling those big-time guys? Uh, I thought we did a really good job defensively on Jacobs and Devontae. I think Devontae finished with four catches for 45 yards or whatever it was. And um, I thought our defense did enough for us to win the game. And unfortunately, we didn't do enough offensively to get it done. Uh, Crosby was a problem. He had some big-time splash plays that, that knocked us back in some critical situations that forced some, some long-yarded situations, uh, which is tough to convert in this league. So. 
Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm proud of our guys' effort. It was just obviously wasn't enough. To that comment, how about your work defensively in adverse situations? Getting bad field position, but holding them to a field goal really played some good adversity defense. No doubt about it. Yeah, that was the sudden change defense was on point. I mean, we threw the pick, backed up, and um, held them at three points. And then our defense gave us an opportunity at the end of the game, holding uh, the Raiders to a, a field goal attempt, which they missed. And, you know, it, it's a bummer because I really thought that we were going to go down and, and score and, and win the game. But uh, give credit to them that they did enough to stop us. Matt, you had a great example of complimentary football at the start of the second half. The interception, then the offense gets the ball in good field position, takes it in and punches it in for a touchdown. That's what you want. You just need more of it, huh? Yeah, absolutely. It's just more consistency. And, um, you know, I know we had a couple critical drops, but, um, you know, we're going to have a, a chance to kind of take a peek at everything see what's working well for us and, and the areas that we need to improve because there are a lot of those. Well, that's, that's what Matt LaFleur said last night. And before I, before we dig into that, uh, we're going to give Rudy Ford his love last night. Got a pick nine tackle tackles, uh, you know, pass deflection quarterback hit. Rudy's really played well over the last two weeks uh, for the most part. Um, and it's back to back interceptions and, you know, one in the last game against the Lions to get things started it's another one in this game to to kind of help boost to that defense. Uh, and we saw the defense play, you know, really well, really well last night. Matt even said it himself. Um, when you guys listen to that, and Burns, Burns, I'll start with you. When you listen to what Matt said there, um, is there anything that you take away from it that, I guess, you know, you feel a little bit more confident or is it like, okay, that's, that's not enough for me? It's something that sticks out because he says this every time we lose. Got to find a way to get these guys more involved. Dog, you calling the plays. Facts. Like, Stanford, you're the offensive coordinator. <laughs> you call the plays. Mm. You say every time. I, I got to find a way to run the ball more. And I I think Aaron did a better job today of breaking down the game than he just – like Aaron said, he's like, he calls plays to protect them. Could have ran the ball more. He tried to win the game on that last throw. Completely understand it. He's going to take those shots. He's got to make those mistakes. But the offense should have protected him better. Like, just be honest. That's the thing. And I see that from a lot of the beat reporters. It's like, mm -hmm. look, man, just be honest with us. Don't BS us. Right. Don't, don't sit there and say, I got to get the run game involved more. You say that every single time. <laughs> like that was supposed to be the staple, right? That this whole McVay Shanahan thing is built around the run first, right? And go over the middle. I don't see that. He's passing the ball a ton, way more than I thought he would. Way he's more than crazy. I thought he would. Look at the 49ers. But, but he's uh, 49ers. It's not even that he's the ball a ton. Where is he throwing it at? Like the staple that you just said, run, play action, middle, right? He's not throwing the ball in the middle of the field. That interception that he had last night where Peters deflected it, pops up in the air, that's a middle throw. But everything else, he's all his shots be deep. Look like, yeah, they they look Except like the linebacker one. They, yeah, but but you know what they look like? They look like Aaron shots after we got a defensive stop. Like if we get a takeaway, you know Aaron's coming out the first play. Yeah. 
he's going to shoot for it. Yeah, he's going to shoot for it. Four out of five of his throws look like that on every down, on every drive. And it's like, this is the question I wanted to ask you. I haven't gone into a game this year yet and and trusted that he has scripted plays on that call sheet. It doesn't look like it. Do you remember the first two years? We will come out on fire. Like, yo, first, remember it was always first half, we great. Second half, it all fall apart. Right. You were scripting good stuff for 12. You can't tell me. Because I remember he said this. They said, what did Aaron teach you? He said, my offense is not built to go deep. But why are you going deep all the time now? Max, you don't got 12 part. no more. <laughs> that's the part. You just like, said your offense ain't built to go deep, and Aaron taught you it could. Well, like you just said, Ruck, this ain't 12 no more. Well, Aaron said it today. He said, call the stuff for Jordan. Be Jordan Love. So call. he said it after the Chiefs game and when they lost it. I got to call a Jordan Love game. So what the hell is this? We say this in the group <laughs> chat, folks. Folks, I wish y'all could see our group chat. Group chat is lit. Group chat is lit. This is a sample right there. McCarthy, Aaron Rodgers offense. Because I don't know what the hell this is. So so one of the things that, that I, I looked at, right, and, I, and I've been looking in his offense, but even when 12 was there, I think, and I think 12 was the, the reason that we had this. Where are our screenplays? Where, where are our wide receiver screenplays? Where are our running back screenplays? Where are our quick? How many times did 12 start a game, right? When 17 was there and after he was going last year, right? How many times has 12 started a game with a quick throw to the left or the right? I have yet to see 10 do that. See, I would say I agree with you on that. There was one in the second half to Watson, and he got through two defenders for like six yards. Then on the screen that love got to somebody's feet. Outside of that, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. He, I don't think I've seen him throw the screen game since Aaron played in that first game against Chicago. No. And I feel like if they don't have Aaron Jones out there, they're not doing it. It's like that's that that's the vibe. And if they do do it, it's been a really bad one to Dylan or something. Like they haven't really done it since that game. Cause in that game, we saw Aaron Jones, you know, doing Aaron Jones things uh in that capacity. But you know, you haven't but seen then, but then that's when I say D, we we call on your guy weeks. Put him in the backfield. Yo, right? do when they get the ball to Wicks, he do his thing. Wicks, yeah. because here's here's the thing. Your brother, and, and I said this three years ago when this happened, your brother coached with Shanahan and coached that offense up for the 49ers. It's no way that y'all don't have any type of conversation as brothers, then as coaches, that you can't glean. Did did y'all see did y'all see that the Lions and the 49ers ran the same play last night for a touchdown? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Saw that. What do they say about the NFL? It's a copycat, copycat league. league. <laughs> it's a copycat league. Go do it. We have the same type of skill players. So run. <laughs> Bankhart did the same thing. He took a play that the 49ers ran, the Packers ran. And he was like, the difference is, and this is when I, I sent it to y'all. He's like, y'all need one or two veterans out there in that offense. That's because my it biggest It looks like when the Packers ran it, they didn't know where to go. And when the 49ers ran it, everybody knew where they're supposed to be. And he was like, if you have Mercedes out there and Bach, it looks different. Hey, D, this is where I need you to get your get my receipts for Burns. 
He said, it, I, I, I give it. You said it all season. He's like, give it back all season. You said. And here's the funny thing, like, and you, you know, you said something, Deshaun. We've. You said it in the group chat for years, and that's what I I know we talk about the group chat of y'all a lot, but you get y'all. We're trying to give y'all some of this yeah, vision that we got in the in. group chat. So we that's why we keep talking. That's why we keep bringing it up. But you said something in the group chat for years, and I said okay, and I was like, well, maybe you know, D saying a little whatever, but no, you're 100 percent right. Matt Lafleur relied on 12 so much, uh, and now we're seeing. Uh, and you said it at the beginning of the season, he's going to get exposed, and he's getting exposed right now. And it's like he doesn't know how to call the game. And I'm like, wow. And every time I see it, I was like, man, D hit that thing right on the head. He hit it right on the head. He, he, it's like he doesn't know what to do when he's out there. And it's craziness because you had four years of 12 uh, or three or four years of 12. So you should know what – like by now you should – not that you do exactly what 12, but you should kind of have an idea how you want your offense to look. And he looks lost. He looks like a rookie head coach out there. That's the a thousand percent agree. But now go back to Burns's point. Burns, you know what that last play was where he threw the interception? That's a 12 play. Tell me that didn't look like a 12 play. Yep. And that's a, why a two a two-person route combination, one going up the sideline, one shallow, max protect, Aaron, make it happen. And that's why I got mad. So before he came on, we said it. He was moving the ball just fine. Yep. Taking his little clean, shot. Clean. And then up into that Aaron said it. Aaron said he tried to win the game when he probably shouldn't have tried to win the game. He should have just do what was working. And I get it. You want to be – you know what I wish he would do? I wish he would, like – and it's tough because you got you got to live up to Favre. You got to live up to 12. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like – I just wish somebody would get it to him. Like, look, man, you can't do it the way they did it because neither one of them. Twelve. Remember, Aaron's whole thing was, "I'm not throwing picks. I'm not going to be Roger. I mean, Favre. Jordan got to find a way to say, "Look, there's just certain things that this dude did that I'm not going to do, and I got to do it my way." You don't got to win the game like that. You not yet, not right now. Yeah, we're not there yet. One thing that that twelve and four did, they were unapologetic about who they were. Exactly. Yep. Right. Yep. Brett. Brett came out when he when after that game against Cincinnati when he took over for Majowski, he said, I am not the magic man. He said that. 12 said, Y'all think four coming back? He ain't. Remember, he did the whole thing, discount double check, the relax. He said, I'm me. But 10 does not have he he has something. Yes. I don't know if he has. I don't know if he has it to be that standalone. But that's when a coach comes up and says, "No, nah, I got ten. He's good enough. He gonna be exactly who he is." Because we've seen. Think about this. As much as Tomlin talks about the steal away, he silently backs Pickett, right? Yeah, yeah. How many times have we seen Harbaugh ride for Lamar? Right. We've even seen Dan Campbell step out for, for Jared Gall. Shit, we've seen Jeff Fisher step out for Jared Gall. Oh, Jeff Fisher. Oh, right? boy. <laughs> Jeff Fisher. Oh, Jeff Fisher. Right? Matt has to – he has to – this is his time as much as his tense time. This is his time to step up and grab the reins because no longer are you relying on 12. Now this is on you, buddy. Let's get it done. 
It got to be something, though. But you got to – he has to take a strong look at that coach's room. Somebody got to get cursed out. Somebody got to think they're getting fired. So, now that goes to something that I think it was Nagler that talked about. He was like, if you go look at Shanahan, you go look at McVay, you go look at Mike Daniels, all their coaching staffs are rock solid. I don't know. The only coach I could look at on this team that I – I only trust two coaches on this team. Clement, and that's because 12, you know, that's his – He since the beginning, it's McCarthy. Yep. And the day special teams coach. Yeah. I saw how them ra- – them Raiders players hug that man. I saw they love him. that man like that. You know <laughs> they, they love him, man. He, they, look, no, it, he has no. got nothing but – he got nothing but stellar reports about just what he was as a coach yep. for the Raiders, right? It was a steal that we get him. But now it's like it's all these coaches that I think have been good coaches for us. Sometimes I feel like their light gets gets dimmed. Right. You or, know, and it's and it's sad because again, where are the where are these rock star assistants? Because again, outside of Clements and the special teams coach, honestly, I don't know who else is on that coaching staff. I'm lying. There's a guy that used to go to my high school in New Jersey that's the running backs coach. So I, I shout out to Immaculate Conception High School, Michael in New Jersey. So he's he's our running back, running backs coach. Fact, let me but ask you a question: it. Who's the longest tenure coach on the Green Bay staff? I have no idea. Is it Clements? Jerry Montgomery, the defensive line coach, has been there since McCarthy. Fire. And wow. somebody said they said outside of wow. Gary and Clark, wow. what other defensive linemen have like? progress since that man's been there right well no i'm not going you can't do that to him because it goes to scheme yesterday again yesterday was probably the first time that i seen at least 20 snaps where it was hat on hat that's barry you can't you get a stud like can the rams the los angeles rams have probably the most dominant defensive linemen to ever play this game right they have never put Aaron down on the 3-4. Even though he's double-teaming all the time, they play a 4-3 scheme. They protect him as much as possible. Why are we leaving Kenny on the island? We said that. They need to go back to, to 4-3. Plays. We said that for years. It needs to happen. It should have been happening. And the fact that I'm still kind of blown away that this that, that the 3-4 has made its way through other – Hey, made his way through. Uh, you know, that's right. You see right there, future packer in the building. Let's do it. Let's do it. And you and you haven't seen it. Like it's a weird thing that you, you know, there has not been any change in that front. It's like we're like one of the only teams that that still do the three four, like consistently. And it hasn't worked. We haven't been able to stop the run since I don't know, 20 or uh, uh, 20 uh, 2002 or something like that. Something crazy. Like it, it's 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 frustrating. When you see it year after year, and I'm like, something has to change. And look, I don't want people to think we're out here. We're, we're complaining, but we're more we're, we're more like we see fixable we see fixable things that are not being fixed. That's the problem that I have. Is and you know I love this team forever, but it's it's those type of things. I'm like, we can fix that. Why don't we fix it? Why why do we sit there and let it go to the wayside? Those are the things that I hate. You know, I'm. It's still not gonna change my alliance, but it's just fix that. Like it could be. It feels like it's an easy fix that just doesn't get fixed, fellas. It, it just doesn't get fixed. 
and it, and it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. Um, let's see. Well, we're deep into this one, so uh, we're gonna uh, talk a little bit about uh, the injury report here. But <laughs> but we're gonna go into the injury report here a little bit. Uh, talk about a couple of things that have happened. Uh, obviously, since last week, we found out that Bach is officially he he's gone for the season. Uh, had to get multiple surgeries, or he's gonna eventually get multiple surgeries. Uh, and it doesn't seem like he's gonna play for the Packers again. That's the vibe that I'm getting. I, I'd be very surprised at this point if he makes a return. Um, you know, Jones still being out. <sighs> Green Bay is in a tough spot here with Bach. They done paid him all his money. What do you do now? You know, like what do you do now? At minimum, whether you release him or retire, you're gonna own twenty million dollars. Yep, you own twenty yep. million dollars. He says that the doctors had a feeling that it was a cartilage issue, and they think with this next surgery, he can be at full strength next year. So, to me, if you think you can be at full strength next year, come earn your money. Agreed. If they think they can fix you, then come earn your money. Because I mean, in Chicago, that Chicago game look great. He did. That's it. That's I think that's frustrating because I mean, look, people have injuries. They they have nagging injuries. I understand that part. But it's like when he first came out, up until he got that first injury, we're talking about people are like, "Yo, man, Green potential Day, Hall of Famer, potential Hall of Famer." Got this guy in the fifth round, and mm-hmm. he's been nothing but a stud. And since he had that injury. It has just been a really rough road for him. And I feel bad for him because I, I know he wants to be out there. There's no way he doesn't want to be on there. But it's frustrating as a fan because we have done nothing really to make sure that he has a legitimate backup. And that's, no. that, that, that's always been my problem. It's like, man, we get out there and they put they put Jenkins out there. They had – what's my man that was on the team last year? Was it not Turner? They had Billy, Billy Turner out there. They had Billy Turner Billy. out there at one point. Oh, Billy T. Uh, they had Billy T out there. But Why not go get Billy T back, though? I with mean, Jets. he's with the Jets. Of course he is. Everybody's with the Jets. Um, it, It's just it's frustrating to see, like, hey, man, go get somebody. I'm not asking for all pros because obviously it's, it's, you know, all pros are just not sitting on the sideline. Mm-hmm. But we we, we got to do something Um, to, you know, we got still got what 12 games left this season. And, it, and if that's going to be the case, we're in trouble. You know, like the offensive line has had their moments and they've struggled here and there. Ruck, you said it having um Jenkins back, you could definitely see some improvement there, but it's you, you gotta do something. You you can see what the plan is. The plan is to pair Jenkins and Runyon together, mm-hmm. which I think is a good plan. Right. Um, but again, I just think so. I've always been a person that looking at teams, you always have to start from the inside, the inside being the offensive and decent defensive line. But everybody should have a backup. We should have always had a backup plan. And I think we've also, and Burns and I have argued about this, we've also let, let some good linemen walk out the door. We let yeah, Corey walk out the door. Yeah. Oh, I, we let Corey walk out the door. The I was not a fan of that. I was not a fan of that at right? all. Like, there, there are certain things that we've seen happen where we're, letting, we're just letting people walk out the door. Like, we let we let Billy walk out the door, and Billy was a good backup. He was a good right. He was a he good was right tackle for us. He was, he was solid. solid. And when Bach got hurt, he was solid over on the left side. Right. So, but those are some of the pieces. Those are the veteran pieces that not only do you need on the field, but you need in the locker room. Yeah. 
you know, and we we don't have that. Let me tell you this. I, and y'all said it earlier in the beginning of the show. Seven could be an all pro player. Yep. He definitely has that type of skill set. He is an absolute animal. But I think the thing that's going to hurt seven is that he does not have a vet that can calm him down. That play that he made where he jumped over uh, during the field goal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a it's a bonehead play, but, like, you don't make those type of plays, right? Like, think back to, to 2010. That team was littered with veterans yeah, and young literally. talent. So as much as BJ, BJ was crazy, he had somebody to get him back in line. Hey, right. come here. You're doing too much, right? Yeah. Nick Jones, Nick Collins, crazy. My Chuck was like, hey, hey, cool out, right? Clay, hey, AJ would be like, listen, we both got the hair. Cool out. Now we both got the hair. Cool right? <laughs> but but we, don't, we don't have that. We don't have that for 10 because relatively of what we think, like Jones and AJ is still relatively young. Yeah. They're, they're being thrust into the veteran role. Right. So if AJ's in a slump, he ain't saying nothing to 10 in the huddle that's calming him down after Aaron throw. He's trying to figure out I got to get more than 1.3 yards because Burn going he gonna kill me on Twitter. Yeah, so, the quadzilla. The quadzilla. <laughs> hey man, I bought the book. Chill out, man. It's a good book. <laughs> I bought the book. It's a good book. I got the book. <laughs> but like, book. that's the thing, you know. Um they're they today. They released well yesterday, whatever. They released um Patrick Holland. the Taylor, and today they released Patrick Taylor to bring Hollins back. So he, you know, he they brought him back and put, signed him on active office for one game. Then decided, nah, we're gonna hold off. Well, because they brought him up three times on the practice squad, and you can't send him back anymore. So they had to find free up a roster spot. It's insane. It's it's, a, it's an insane decision. So now. That you look at it, and you know they brought James Robinson in, so that obviously didn't work because I haven't heard anything about them signing. And if he is, I didn't see anything on it. And now you're in a situation: Aaron Jones could be out for a period of time, and AJ Dillon's going to be your future, more likely your future back. And we, I don't, there's, it, I haven't heard anything from Wilson. I don't know where Wilson is. I mean, he, I don't know if he went back to the practice squad, and maybe I should know that, but it, it's it's weird to me because the places that we need to be that we need to have that veteran presence. It's just not there. Uh, and I think that's probably one of the biggest things I have um, that is, you know, that's been a problem for me, but before I do, I'm just, you know what, let's, let's hit the event session. <laughs> I had it look. I love it. <laughs> we talked about it the other way. Look, and, and I'm, they're probably gonna copyright me for anything. So eventually, I have a different song. But I, I just this is the one thing I have to vent about, uh, and it's just from day one, those skill position spots mm. needed to have veterans. And I know we've been talking about it throughout the show, but it just it it infuriates me that there is not a veteran backup quarterback there. It infuriates me that there's not a a, a a guy that can be the third or fourth receiver on that team 
and 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 be there for that for those uh, young receivers. I hate the fact and 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 me and and Randall talked about this earlier, not having Mercedes Lewis come back to this team and be yeah. the guy. He's sitting in Chicago doing nothing. Nothing. He is I think a very well they need to come back. It was him. I saw nothing. him at the game last week and I said, look at this. I said we could have him in Green Bay helping those young guys with uh, Musgrave and and um Croft. And you know, we had to go sign some guy off Sims. We signed him off of the um the Vikings practice um squad. practice squad. Man, like what is this? Like that's the one mistake I one of the biggest mistakes what? I think Goop made is not having somebody. They don't have to be the starters, but oh. you got to have that presence on the offensive side of the ball. Please get that get that um veteranship on the offensive side of the ball it's absolutely ridiculous that's my problem that's what i had to vent about um randall what you got to vent about man i know you got something in there <laughs> i know you got something in there it is time so this is has to do with the structure of the team the coach needs to answer to the gm the gm answers to mark murphy the system that we got where both of them answer to Mark Murphy and Jagoot has no say in who Matt LaFleur can hire in the staff. Goot, you know, can run things by Matt, but at the end of the day, he's going to pick the players he wants. This ain't working. You got defensive players who were two or three years ago drafted for petting scheme. Now they got to fit into whatever the hell Barry's running. <sighs> and then now nobody could say who wanted AJ Dillon. The only thing they agree on is both of them wanted love. They got to reorganize that. It has to be a nice chain of command because the GM at some point got to be able to say like, "Look, yeah, we're gonna get together, we're gonna collaborate, but there needs to be a vision for the team. What this team's supposed to look like? What's the one thing that we can hang our hat on that this team's gonna be good at?" Because it looked like to me, it's just a lot of mismatch stuff going on out there. It's crazy. Like when I look at the 49ers, I see exactly what the hell they're trying to do on offense and trying to do on defense. I look at the Dolphins and they ask LaFle- uh, Daniels, why'd you get Chase Claypool? He said, You want me to spell it out for you? He's fast. That's what I believe in. My, my thing, we're going to be built on speed. I don't know what the hell the Packers' identity is. Tuh. And I think a lot of it comes from this GM and this coach are not on the same page, they're not yeah. aligned. I agree we got to get this thing figured out. It needs to just be coach answers the GM, whoever the coach is, whoever the GM. If it's not these two, well, whoever comes in after them, you got to go back to you get your GM, then you get your coach. Not we got a GM now. Mark Murphy get to go out and get a coach, and I don't know what the philosophy is. Yeah, I, I'm 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 there with you on that one, Rock. What you got, man? I know you got something you want to vent about, brother. It it just it, it blows my mind that NFL coaches earn the salary that they earn, and most of it is common sense basic schemes, and they can't coach it. Again, and and I watched it intently last night and this morning. I only saw 20 snaps where it's a hat on a hat. That is football 101. And and I and I again I think it's the miscommunication that Burns is talking about really has put the entire team in a disarray because 
they really don't know what they're doing at any level in all three phases, right? Nixon is a bona fide special team star. He could be Devin Hester. He should not touch the field as a defensive back because he's not Devin Hester in the same breath, right? So where where is it going to come down? And again, no matter what we say about Goop, everything that happens on the field is a product of what Matt is deciding to do. Right. So the, buck's, the buck is with him. He has to be better in coaching because, again, like I told you guys earlier, God forbid we turn it around, get into a situation where there's a playoff spot for us, and 10 has an epic collapse. It's going to set his career back so far. Right? So Matt has to do something. And then, listen, at some point, Mark got to say, listen, he's not good enough. He's not who I thought he was. And that's okay. We're in a rebuild. It's okay. Put over. Because here's the thing again, and I know, Burns, you didn't like it, but because they're not willing to admit that, this is how we miss out on candidates like Robert Sala. This is why we don't get a Raheem Morris. This is why Eric Bieniemy goes to Washington, right? This is why we miss on those type of coaches. Like Steve Wilkes is sitting in the booth with a with a good looking defense right now, and when he was in Arizona, he won a string of games out of there and Carolina. In Carolina, and, did, and they did, that. and they did them dirty. Opportunity. They did them dirty. They did them dirty. And, and so, at some point, Matt got an answer for like, "Look, man, I know this your boy." But there was never any track record that showed he could be a good defensive coordinator. I mean, the guy was terrible. One of the worst defensive coordinators. 32. He finished last twice. Everybody, (laughs) when it happened, and I know we said it in the chat, but when it happened, national media said, what? Disgusted. Remember, first, Jim Leonard turned him down, which – now he got to be looking at himself, kicking himself because you didn't get the Wisconsin job. You should have taken the Packers defensive coordinator job. He would have been great. He would have been great, y'all. He we might have not yeah, had him long. It would have been the Rex Ryan defense. Yeah, we, we we wouldn't have had him long because they probably would have took him from us. But it would have been nice to have him for at least a year or two. Hey, hey listen, and, and I know this is probably unpopular opinion too, but Mike Pinton is still mm-hmm. floating around somewhere too. And when he, and when he had our defense, I mean. At least it wasn't per- quarterback. It wasn't perfect. Blitz. It wasn't perfect, but it was better than but, what we got. Hey, we we got we got takeaways and we yep. got stop. We we may have got you know one thing that Petten always did. He he helped us get gash in the run game, but we would get stops and takeaways yep. when we needed them. Because if one thing, people knew where they were supposed to be. Yep. You know, don't break. don't One play that uh, Burns you put in the chat. I promise you, I was like. Well, damn, ain't nobody over. There's nobody over Devontae. Nobody. You mean to tell me y'all know who that is? And nobody said, hey, yo, coach, is nobody on him? Nah, we you good. Know who this is? We good. They don't need it. <laughs> and, remember this. And the crazy thing about it, that's one of the things that I saw last night. And I hope it doesn't continue. But I seen 23 and 29. Having too many words with each other. Oh, did you see? So in twenty nine, saying you know what, I got him. So his Whoa. PFF grade came out 
he was a 90. Like, that's elite. And then is that with Douglas? Jackson, yes. Yeah. Because D, I don't know if you if if you looked, and I think it was at some point, like it was it was late second quarter. Devontae had a couple of plays, and Sewell went over and he, he's yelling at the sideline and he said, I got him. So oh, that, that was um, I remember that that was Nixon. He was fussing at Nixon because Nixon didn't come over, and that's when they end up scoring. And so, yeah, he, I, I did see that. I did see that. He was mad at Nixon. He was I've seen him getting on people in the Atlanta game, and I feel like he's the only one in that secondary really take. No, I'll say this. Savage has stepped up. He's played better. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems yeah. like Douglas is running that secondary. He's the only one that cares. Yes. And that's the – and that's, you, that's if you what look you on the, If you look on the field, and this is sad that I'm saying this about my team, if you look on the field, there are certain people on the defensive side that you can see care. Seven cares. 29 cares. Yep. 97. Yep. I, I see those three care because they're like, no, we listen, we got to get this together. So it, it has to be a trickle down effect, but it starts with Matt. It starts with Matt. Like McCarthy, say what you want. McCarthy is not losing the game on 11 days of preparation. No, no he's not. not he's not. Oh, man. It's he's expensive. not. Holmgren is not. Nope. Hey, Mike Sherman wasn't. Mike Sherman wasn't. Hey, man, like, they, you know Mike Sherman don't get a lot of good credit, we man. Were built on. <laughs> Sherman was a good uh, coach, man. Like, he had his moments towards the end, but he was he was a solid coach he for us. He was a good though. coach. He was a good coach. I like I like Mike Sherman. I, like it, Mike Sherman. I don't know, man, but 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 Mike and, and Matt, Matt has to put some of his pride down. He he really does. And I and I I'm sorry, man. When I got when I got a brother. That his offense is, I'm listen. Hey, go get your brother. Help me. He went to the Rams, what, but he could have He could have got. He him, went to the Rams, but the and, thing and is, that's, that's just saying something. Lose, they didn't want to lose Stenovich because he works well with the offensive line. He could go, and I don't think he should have got a promoted to offensive coordinator. But they only kept him but just they, because they wanted to keep, they, like you said, he, the offensive line. line. Don't forget, I'm saying. Man, that's like you. You know what I feel like is it, happening. It's like birds. That's like me and you saying off the like we on the phone and we ain't talking to D. And we like, yo, man, we should take a trip to DC because we want to see the Commanders. And we don't tell D about it. Yo, I don't disagree with you. I'm what? Just, I I don't disagree with you. I mean, heck, we could have had Evero. Yo, that thing came down to Barry and Evero. And his excuse was, well, he never had good defensive players. I think he coached a defense. You, you're, the coordinator. McVay didn't hire – if he was the linebacker coach for the Rams. If McVay didn't want you and said, let me get Raheem Morris, that should have told you something. Right, right. But you go hire the guy that's got the four or five of the worst defenses in the in last the 10 years. <sighs> I, you know what? All right. <laughs> Vince, session over. I'm going to get up there. Everybody, look, that's it. Uh, no game this week, so it's it's a bye week, and hey, we uh, won, and we hey, there you go, getting a dub this week. Hey, ain't stress. hey, birds, we undefeated this week. We ain't got to worry about it. Look, I hey, I told man. somebody, I said, man, I can sit back, watch football, 
Well, I, I go to Atlanta this weekend, but you can sit back and watch football and not have to stress about, man, I got to worry about the Green Bay Packers. I hear messing up. I was in the Denver, I, and Rock, I don't think I told you this, but I told I did tell Randall sitting up in the um sitting up in the Denver press box or the photo room, and I had to go in there to go get a battery while the game was going on. I go back in there and and they are playing Atlanta, and then that debauchery is going on. I'm yelling in the Denver. I know those people probably like, what is wrong with this dude right here? I like I ain't got no affiliation with either team. I'm over here just screaming, what? What are we doing? Like so I lost my mind. I lost my mind. I know. I know it gets bad from time to time. I'm. I'm trying to get better at it, but I ain't got to worry about that this week. I, I, I do not have to worry about that this week. I worry about it when they play Denver, uh, the week after that. But um, b- before we get out of here, uh, fellas, once again, thank y'all for coming on, man. Green and gold over everything. Episode six. We'll be back next week for episode seven. My guy Lamont Thomas is coming on to help preview uh, Packers and Broncos when we do that next week. So mm-hmm. that, that'll be fun. That's my guy Lamont here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the guys will be invited back. Of course, we're going to get in there, you know, and and kind of figure out what these guys need to do next week to get uh, a dub against a, a struggling two and Broncos four. team. Boy, don't that look. I don't, you know, Russell, Russell would have a, a great game against us. He mm-hmm. would have a great game against us. I, so that's why I'm like, nah, I don't know how I feel about it. But, um, you know, we'll have all that going on next week. So, uh, before we go, uh, uh, D, I start with you first. You know, what do you want to happen this week for this team? Like, what what do you what do you need Matt Lafleur to do this week with this team uh, to get ready for next week? Um, so it feels like one of those scenarios when you play a season in Madden, when it's like, what do you do? You got the bye week <laughs> or team yep. rest? Right, 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 right. right. Um, if I'm Matt, Matt. Listen to me. Look at look at your camera. I'm looking at camera one, Matt. <laughs> Here we go. We go. Look. Go to him. Go to him. Look, Matt, put everybody in pads. <laughs> put everybody in pads, Matt. That's what you do as a coach. You send a message. We're not going to Denver to lose. No. So make it happen, Matt. Please, please, please. Make it happen, man. You heard what Ruck said. Make it happen. Put him in pads. I don't. I don't care at this point. Some got to give. Hey, uh, Randall, is there something that you want from the team this week that you're hoping uh, will that you know will change heading into next week? What are you, What are you hoping that this bad week will do for the pack? After watching Aaron talk about what you know Jordan need to do, I want um, Jordan to get on a plane. Seriously, and I want to go wherever Aaron at. And you sit with him and y'all go over footwork technique how you dissect things because Aaron made a good point so you know Matt need to draw up a scheme where in 2.8 seconds loves know where the ball's supposed to go how you know that but the damn coach ain't figured that one out because he was coaching he, 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 he said what? it the whole time he, he was the coach that he had to tell him that 12 knew it that's why he was hurt when he was leaving <laughs> so you and I'm the two my I, I'm dropping all my my hate against Aaron Rodgers that man has watched every single Packer game and described everything that happened in that game, why it happened, why he threw the pick, what he shouldn't have done. Jordan, just go hang out with that man. Don't listen to Matt no he more. He still cares. He still yeah, he do. cares. He do care. And that's that's the one thing I will always say. You get 12 cares, and that and that shows. Because he could easily be, oh, okay, I won't be running like Brett did. You know, Brett didn't want no part of that team after the fact, and, you know, eventually he came back. But that's that's not 12. 12 learned from that situation he had with Brett. 
and he's trying to be a good mentor to the young man. They still, t- I love that. I absolutely love that, and I hope it does rub off. <sighs> man, I'd I look, love that. Burns, I would love it. Thank you, thank you for that, because I, I, I hope he listened to you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. It's a good one. You, you, hey. know, you know why? Because I, I think that's that, especially what the league is now. We see the same thing in the NBA. Like that's not a far fetched thing. No, and. No. And it's not a bad thing for him to do because if it's anybody that knows not only the ins and outs of that offense, but who's in the quarterback room with you. And then, like Burns has said, he's a person that has seen it all. Why not go talk with him? Yeah. Why not go spend a week with him? I mean, and, something. Faith. And, if I'm, and if I'm Matt LaFleur, I'm encouraging it. You ain't even got to buy the ticket. I'm going to fly you. I you are excused from all team activities this week. All yeah, we, team might, we might have to put the money together. Ourselves. Matter of fact, take Dobbs <laughs> and Watson with you. Take them, take them all. Take them all. Because you you know what? The one thing is that I that um I keep saying it to y'all, but I really, I really do believe in it. But man, if 17 was still on this team, it's a whole different story. It's a whole different story. If 17 is still on this team, because unquestioned. Behind Aaron, he was the leader. Yes. Right? 17 on this team right now not only saw some offensive things, but it makes the defense believe in themselves even more. Yep. Yep. You know, and I, I, I think I think he would have had Jordan, you know, in the, in a really good place. You know, really uh, when place. you know you got the best receiver in the league and you're throwing to him and, you know, you've got a talent to, to kind of get there. I, I really do think that it would have worked. I, and, and I, that's just listen, I will say this too, two fellas. I don't think it's far-fetched for 17 to make a return. His I, best friend is no longer in Vegas. Grandma, I love you, but hey, hey Jesus call everybody. <laughs> when he Jesus said, oh, calls. Bro, that brace said Jesus calls everybody. everybody. That's Yo, insane. Man. Man. Yo, man. Look. If anything, just bring bring grandma with you, man. Yeah. I like yeah. I, whatever it takes. Jesus does he call said everybody. He still calls Goop and still calls Matt. That's when I knew, like, okay, something something just ain't right. And then I want to know what happened because he said if they'd have offered the second deal originally, he'd have came back, but it was too late. Because he, and he said if they'd offered that year, I'd have came back for the year, and then we would have spoke from there. I mean, eventually he'll retire. I want to know what happened. You know, you know why, and and I and I say this because I really do believe it, man. You know, in the NFL, people they watch how situations unfold. Mm-hmm. Seventeen knew exactly whose team it was, and and, and if twelve was going to leave, right? He knew he was the next man. But again, and I'll say this: green and gold over everything. Over everything. But seventeen knew. If you do him like that, what you going to yeah. do to me? I mean, but we've but, heard, we've we've heard some of that though. I say know, this: you now see what a dysfunctional organization look like. Oh now yeah, you, look, you back looking over here like ah, yeah. yeah. Boy, so that bad. That's the thing that makes me feel sad for him because um, I feel like they left him out to drop. Right? They, they did him dirty. They, they did. They dirty. knew you tricked them. They they knew that they they had no true plans to stay hitched to Derek Carr. Yep. So they they left him out to dry. They did him dirty. You know I mean? At least but, trade him to New Orleans. Trade him to New Orleans. And let him go. With, that's why he left. He left to go play with Derek Carr. 
I would I would have I would have been cool with that myself. I yeah, like, like you said, the Packers will tell you straight up, we ain't sign, we ain't resigning you. They yeah. lie to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, I got I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell D I'm gonna tell you this story. Uh, but I have to tell you that when we get off the air. I'm gonna tell you this story when we get off the air. But look, everybody, we'll be back next week for episode seven of Green and Gold over everything as the Packers get prepared for uh the Denver Broncos next week. And and it should be a fun one. Once again, my man D, my man Randall, thank you for coming by to bring in some of the, the flavor here, man, here on Green and Gold over everything. Fellas, once again, thank you. We'll see you all next week. Thank you.